This is the Cultural Fluency Podcast with Angèle Preto, the French coach, that's me. And today in episode number nine, I am with Corinne Lafont, a seasoned, a seasoned podcast host since she has now published at least 93 episodes of Between the Lines, which is a podcast about self-publishing, marketing and business, life lessons and career path. And you've been doing that since 2019, I believe. No. Actually, no. I've been doing it from 2012. It's actually probably oh, wow. well over 300 episodes. Wow, the internet lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it didn't. It's just I was on different platforms before. Right. So they all add up and it's like about 300 or more. Wow, that is yeah. huge. That is yeah. huge. All yeah, right, I've so been thank talking you. to people. I've been talking to a few people, yeah. <laughs> A few, yeah, 300. That, that's impressive. So, yeah, well, thank you for correcting the introduction. And uh, can you please introduce yourself beyond this? Uh, I think you're from the Caribbean or at least located there. Yes, I am. Great. I'm an island girl. Mm -hmm. I live in Trinidad and Tobago, uh -huh. which is um, just above South America, for right. people who may not know. It's close to people might know Barbados, St. Lucia. So we are in that chain of mm -hmm. islands. I lived in Jamaica for 21 years, so I came back to Trinidad in 2017. So from one island to another, I, I was bouncing, but I was living there for, for 21 years. So I know people know Jamaica. They love Jamaica. They want to go to mm -hmm. Jamaica. And um, yeah, my, my, what else would you want to know? I'm into public relations and communications. I'm a podcaster. I'm a podcast host like yourself. I am... Mm -hmm. French, I can only say voulez-vous coucher avec moi, so any, anybody. <laughs> Maybe you, you want to select who you say that to, you know, just yeah. for. <laughs> well, I'll be just going around telling everybody the same thing, so. <laughs> well, if you didn't get in trouble saying that, that that's good for you. <laughs> I love my name, everybody loves my name, Corinne Lafon, when a French pronounces it it sounds so beautiful and it, it's such an honor to talk with you I love it yeah well thank you for joining I mean I think this will be an amazing conversation we have very diverse background but we're both very international and, and multicultural minded I, I yeah. think I have to say this now because it's been in my head ever since we, we, we booked this interview about your name Corinne I don't know if you follow what's been going on in France lately but there there is some sort of like Um, um, myth and legend that's building around your name, which probably most certainly so? totally Please unrelated share. to. Yes, yes. Well, okay. So, I mean, it's a bit of a sad story, to be honest. We have a, a presidential election coming up. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, in France, like in many countries, the far right is, is rising. Um, and now we have, in particular, one far right candidate. It's not the only one we have, but one of them uh, is called Eric Zemmour. I think anyone who has some sort of like following the news in France probably know who the guy is right now. Uh, but basically, he's not even a politician. He was never in politics before. I just wrote a couple of books where with like approximations about history and some uh, very uh, backwards views about, you know, women and uh, oh. the whole package. And, uh, and just decided that he was, become, he was going to be a, a presidential candidate uh, to save France, uh, despite being convicted, convicted twice for hate speech uh, and racism, it's bad, it's bad. And so then uh, I ha there is hope for me, Angel. There is hope for me. I could become the president of France. Well, especially with the name Corinne, because uh, <laughs> so one of the, the, he was on TV a lot and he was very famous for just blurting out racist stuff on TV. 
-hmm. that was one of these, the shows that he was in, which was supposed to be held live. Uh, but mm -hmm. last minute, they decided, oh, no, uh, we're, we're not going to air this show live because the guy's just too dangerous. We want to have a bit of a buffer. <laughs> That's the kind of guy we're dealing with. And, and so he was caught on camera uh, with a, a black woman who, uh, his name is Absatu. And she's uh, absolutely French. Uh, I don't remember what her profession was, but she was like a rather prominent person, not as prominent as he is, but still. And uh, he was just basically explaining to her that her name should be Corinne. Excuse and he me? was very adamant about the fact that the name should be Corinne, that Corinne is a great name and it's very French. It and... is. He's, uh, he's very right about that. Yeah, he's very French. <laughs> <laughs> he's so very he... right about that. Of it's course, a great name. That's but, an extremely racist thing to say to someone that you should change your name to be more French. It's ridiculous. <laughs> she has her name. <laughs> and so there is a lot of, of people making jokes. That sounds about that narcissism. Now. That sounds narcissistic yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Extremely yeah. narcissistic to me. Anybody coming to tell me I should change my name. I am like, yes. no, you know, or change anything about me. You, you right. either accept me for who I am, what I am, or keep it moving, Angel. Yeah, absolutely. But apparently he doesn't have this uh, shared vision that we have. So yeah, it's definitely not the same kind of person. But he doesn't have to have the vision. It's for the woman to have the vision and say, excuse me, just, just give me a second and keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think she should have. She was just, I think she was mostly just shocked, honestly, when that happened. And I would have been my, as well. My. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the. Isn't the it better of, to just find somebody named Corinne? No, but it's, he wants it? everybody to be named Corinne. He thinks it's, it's unbearable that people have non-French names. <laughs> <laughs> and so the only French no, 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 name is Corinne. The only French name is Corinne. Is that it? No, no, we have other French names, but not many and certainly not as diverse as the span of names that actually exist in France. Like in his view, his view is very narrow of what it is to be French. So there's something associated with that. There is some connection. He has some affinity with the name Corinne that he wants everybody or the woman I, I, I don't in his know. life to I, be named Corinne. I don't know. Well, it's not a woman in his life. It's just someone who was on the TV show with him. They just happened to, they had just met, which makes it worse. You know, if it was his yeah. girlfriend or whatever, yeah, that wouldn't be a problem. I mean, that would be a problem, but a that, would be a problem. <laughs> that, that would be a private problem. Okay. That wouldn't be something that people will be speaking about forever and right. ever, you know. So, um, yeah, that, the story just became worse there a moment. He doesn't even know her. Yeah, sorry, he I, I, I thought I had, yeah, I, I thought I had made that clear. No, they just happened to meet on, on that like TV show. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, and, and she should name herself Corinne. Um, um, okay. Because he doesn't want people to not have like the, the way we perceive our national nationality in France is that it's basically a paper. Like if you have a French passport, then you're French. And okay. that's basically our idea. And if you don't think that the French passport is what makes you French, then you're a racist. But within the concept <laughs> of having a French passport that makes you French, you can say lots of crap. And then a lot of people would debate whether or not it is racist to tell a black woman to change her name. And I'm like, how's that? How's that even debatable? Um, Angel, this is getting. Um, let me drink my tea. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry, this is getting really intense. I maybe I should have warned you. Like, <laughs> no, no, I love it. I love it because this, this is. I am intrigued by a person's mind. Yeah, I'm a sociologist by training, mm -hmm. so person, people's minds and behaviors and attitudes really intrigue me. So this is, this is, this is very interesting. 
first off, just from that behavior, based on what you described, it is saying to me that he's clearly narcissistic. Yeah. And if he listens to this and he comes at me, I will say my name is Corinne. So he shuts up right there <laughs> and there. <laughs> but you, you're not French. You said you just said you're from Trinidad. You don't have a French passport. Yeah, but we have no. We were owned by the French. Ah, uh, yeah, I know that. Our history we were owned by the French. Mm-hmm. We passed. Right, Sorry, we passed a number way. of hands. No, <laughs> it was temporary. It was temporary. But <laughs> but we passed a number of hands. I can't remember the order, but we were owned by the French, the Spanish, and the British. Those were the three the three um, peoples that are people that that owned us. So we have French names. A lot of our names are French. I have persons who I went to school with. A lot of friends, Couteau, Bon, a whole mm-hmm. a, a lot of French names, and it's just French names, yeah normal for us mm-hmm. you know i'm for you know we have spanish names we have british names so this is what we know so this is normal but the thing about what you're saying is that how we identify ourselves how would you identify yourself people identify them or, or they create their identity around the passport yeah. or around the, the color of their skin or mm-hmm. their job or the school they went to, or the friends they associate with, or the clubs or the volunteer organizations. But all of these things go, Angel. All of these things yeah. go. Your friends go, the jobs go, the cars go, you know, your color is the only thing that may not go, you know, because this, well, if you this die, is part it kind of goes. Oh, kind of not, maybe because people remember you as such. So, yeah. Right, right. So how could you attach yourself to that? How could you attach yourself to these other things? Not even the passport. We could change passport. I could become a French mm-hmm. citizen wow. if I want. I could become any sort of citizen and get a French passport or, or yeah, any it would take passport. you a certain amount of time, but you could, yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, if I marry you, that, that might work. But then... It would take five, four years. You'd have to marry me and stay married with me for four years and then take a French uh, test. Uh, and then if you pass... After I marry you? Yeah. So isn't it enough that I marry you? Not anymore. Sorry. Yeah, I think it was the case before, but they, they tend to add some conditions, like add and add and add conditions to just make it like harder. So I could just say I'm a French citizen. I, I could just say that because I have a French name and nobody could come to tell me otherwise. And then I could say, voulez-vous vous cher Wetman? You cannot well, yeah, dispute you that. To show your passport, um, then you are in trouble if you don't have a French passport. That's only if I'm coming to France. Right. I mean, of course, if you're not in France, no one cares. Problem solved. I mean, even if you're in France, people may not care so much because it, it, it's probably just when you go through the airport that you might have an issue. You might need yeah. a visa or something. Yeah. Yeah. But then when I say, voulez-vous coucher avec moi, nobody cares about my passport. No, they're just answer yes or no based on their personal preferences. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's a problem solved. Yeah, problem solved. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, but coming back to the point of identity, I mean, it's ridiculous. And, and that is control and manipulation. Mm-hmm. That Absolutely. is control and manipulation. Yeah. And people have to recognize that. Now, how would they fight against that or, or set boundaries with that? I don't know. Are they strong enough are they willing enough are they seeing the 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 values in themselves as more important than what he or his people or his team's trying to to institute you you have to know you see (laughs) this pandemic over the past two years angel Mm -hmm. i think i i hope 
that it has taught people and I've been saying it over and over, what really matters to you? Yeah. This was a time for you to really think and ask yourself what matters to you. Mm -hmm. A lot of people lost their job. They were connected to their jobs and felt that was a be all and end all. The people who they were working with, they could show off about that. The cars they were driving, the parties they were attending, the restaurants they were going to. No, they didn't have any of that. Mm -hmm. And they were lost. A lot of people went through depression. Yeah. They, they, they went through a lot of trauma, a lot of you know mental health issues as mm -hmm. a result of that. Some people committed suicide as a result. Yep in the early days from the isolation. I don't know if people are still doing it, you know, but in, from the isolation. So it's, you, you really have to think about what matters mm -hmm. to you. What really matters and are you willing to stand up for it? Are you willing to voice your opinion? Are you willing to stand behind what you believe? Because this is where, where it boils down to, the basics. It comes right down yeah. to basics, not the fluff, not the extra meat and flesh. Mm -hmm the basics the bare bones what are yeah. we standing on yeah and also is it safe to stand to stand on that like it's an important this is it is it yeah. safe it, yeah but uh, there are some people who are willing to risk their safety mm -hmm. as a as a voice yeah absolutely as a voice because this is what they believe yeah because if somebody hurts you or intentionally set up things to hurt you then that in mm -hmm. itself is saying that what you are voicing is right. You are yes, standing up for something absolutely. and people are trying to silence you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people are trying to silence. Why are people trying to silence you? That is, that is our free will. And what I have found over the past two years is that people are trying to silence, control, manipulate. They yeah, see I think it's talk. getting worse even it in is. the recent years, yes. It is, it is. They're trying to shut people up. Mm -hmm. Don't talk, just do this. Just do yeah. that. Take this. Take that. Go here. Do this. You know, and you're like, hold on. You're taking away my choice. Mm -hmm. You're taking away my freedom. The yeah. one thing, the one thing that you cannot or you shouldn't take away or the one thing we hold on to is our freedom. In slavery, that is what every, you know, the slaves fought for. Their freedom. Mm -hmm. They weren't interfering with anybody. Yep. They weren't. They were practicing their, their religion, their culture, their mm -hmm. values, what they knew. They were interacting with their own. They were by themselves, not interfering with anybody. Okay. And, it, and, and, and they, they take that away from them. Mm -hmm. They separated families, yes. children, mothers, fathers, everybody. You know, it's crazy. But the one thing, they, they risk their lives even for that freedom. They sacrifice their lives for others to come, mm -hmm. lost their leg, lost their lives, everything, their, their property, whatever they may have gotten, earned, worked hard for, they lost it. Are we going back to those days? You mean with all the technology <laughs> and, and, and the, the education that we so-called have? Yeah, huh? it's we a going back? I mean, We're going back? This I don't crazy. think we will have the exact same situation as before because, you know, like history kind of repeats itself, but not exactly um, in the same way. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like I'm very worried about like how strong the far right is getting in many European countries, uh, in the US as well. It's yeah. uh, and, and the like uh, democratic, not democratic, diplomatic tensions between different countries. 
uh, you know, between the US and China, the US and Russia, between uh, lately there was a crisis between US and France because of some Austrian submarine stories. And it's just like, you don't really see what that has to do with anything. And I'm like, <laughs> really? And like now we are fighting against, like, like we have a fight with the US or a boon to pick yeah. with them because the Australians made a different choice for their submarines. I'm like, how does that concern me? <laughs> well, it might as well end up because I mean, you know, like you don't want, like if you have too much escalation of diplomatic crisis, then it ends up having the ripple effect on other people. Who haven't asked for nothing and i mean if you think about it COVID is kind of the same like it, it's because yeah. of mondialization and, and how like pandemic now have much more opportunities to spread and then it ends up affecting everyone because of perhaps originally a couple of things that were set up in a way that was not safe people in power or so-called power yeah that are placed there by people like us mm -hmm. or the citizens we have to be careful you see i the the programming that has been happening and not only in, in the caribbean it's all over the world right. is that you put people there but where does the power really lie the power lies with us you know mm -hmm. it's not with them because if it weren't with us if it weren't for us they couldn't be there and this is what we as a people need to understand the power mm -hmm. is not in them if we could put them there they can't be removed the power lies in us if if we decide we are not shopping at a particular supermarket or supermarket chain, that mm -hmm. whole chain could shut down, you know, because we decide we're not shopping there. But it has to be a united front. Yeah. We have to, we could decide. How do you, how do you yeah. create the united front? Yeah. And you don't have to be, you see, the thing about it, people think you have to be revolutionary. Mm -hmm. You could be revolutionary in your mind, but the action doesn't have to be negative or, or warring or violent. Mm -hmm. The best wars were fought with silence and with love. Yeah. You're not fighting anybody. You're not saying anything to anybody. Just your actions alone, mm -hmm. without interfering or stepping on anyone's toes, will create a very, I, I don't know the word but, uh, right now, but will create a, a very silent message, but strong, firm message that we're just mm -hmm. not into it. So we have to sit down and think, really, why are we emulating and looking up to these people that we put there? Is we put them there? <laughs> we put them there. Yeah, it's a bit of a vicious Where does circle, the power right? lie? Yeah. Right. We put you there. Mm -hmm. Right. And it, com it comes just like a child, parent and a child relationship. Who is the parent? Who is the child? It don't matter how old that child gets because a child grows up. We all yeah. grow up. But we know, no matter how old we get, as we age, this is your mother, this is your father. Mm -hmm. You have to respect that. Okay, so it's 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 like a parent child. You have to have a level of respect. And people, as soon as they go into that seat of so-called power, they suddenly feel they take on this new mask, this new persona. Right? They may have been like that before. And as, mm -hmm. as they take on that mask, it, it just fits them perfectly. Right. Because they are you... only a certain, a certain type of person, mm -hmm. personality goes after positions. Yeah, there like is that. a certain a personality certain type, type that of, goes after that. And then that when goes they get after it, that. it gets worse. They're seeking that yeah. sort of thing. It's something that 
it's, it's like they feed off of mm -hmm. not everybody because oh, like, well then everybody would go for a political position or or some position of power but not all of us have that, of us that no and why is that it's because there's a particular personality that goes for positions like yeah this. and i think i think that's really worrying because we also have sort of a psychological bias that causes it, us to, exactly. to trust these people despite mm -hmm. them proving time and time again that they are absolutely not trustworthy and I really yeah. don't see how we're going to get out of this vicious circle of putting in power people just because they look confident and they look like they know what they are doing, but they really don't. And like yeah. in France, it's a bit special because we, we hate our president. It's like a principle. We love him. I say him because it has never been a woman so far or a non-binary I am coming person. in there. I'm coming but, uh, in there. Sure, we'll, we'll look forward to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't. You have to become a French citizen first. Thank you. I'll marry you. I'll do the test. Okay, I'll marry right. you. Uh, I'm not sure my girlfriend will love this. I'll try to get some feedback about that. <laughs> I did. But you know, 65 million I didn't French people. Her in. You will find one of them to marry you. Like even if it's not me, like don't worry. There, there are plenty. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> um, where was I going with that? Yeah. Like, how, how do we? Um, how do do we get off this this cycle where like okay so in france we have never had a woman that's where i was mm -hmm. um but um we we hate the president it's really a big principle we love the guy until we we, if we put him in power and two months later we just already hate him we think he's incompetent which he might well be and so next time we we hire someone else we we, we are elect yeah. someone else someone else yeah and uh, well right now we have a bit of a special situation we are like um well people don't like emmanuel macron because it's a principle you never like whoever is in power yeah. but i don't think honestly that there is any person who would have even the charisma to to take his seat so i think he will be reelected but it's really because we have no better solution yeah and which is unfortunately that's very frequent and because like you were saying the kind of people who go after these positions they're just not the kind of people you would want as a president yeah yeah and the people who you who really deserve to be there with that sort of charisma personality mm -hmm. empathy that type of thing um don't go for that because yeah. they know what they're getting into the environment is toxic it's very they have toxic, to make yeah. they have to make certain decisions and calls that may mm -hmm. go against their values and could they face themselves in the mirror you know or face their family or face the church community whatever could yeah. they face themselves are they okay and this is the thing I'll, i remember growing up my mother encouraged me to get into politics in trinidad mm -hmm. and i emphatically said no no now, as I got older, I migrated. I lived in Jamaica, like I said, and I came back and I saw my community the same way. It was, it was like locked in a time zone. And I was like, mm -hmm. my God, I could see, I could make some changes. But, but when I look at what I would have to deal with, the people, right. the toxicity, the narcissism, you mm -hmm. know, the control, on, and even, <laughs> even the danger of going against yes. somebody, okay? And it's not only danger to me, because should you say no or you don't agree, mm -hmm. you're actually setting yourself up for your family. Because when you go into politics, yeah. it's public life. Yes. You don't have a life. Mm -hmm. You don't have a life. Your life is no longer yours. So forget me hooking up with you, Angel, marrying you, getting rid of the girls and all those stuff. Forget <laughs> that. You know, no, no, everybody's going to know right you know i would Everybody. have to apologize for this conversation because it's going to be public and 
<laughs> don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. I got your girlfriend. You don't worry, you don't worry. <laughs> oh <my God>. Right? <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, so, so forget about that plan of our little private little plans. It's no longer private. They're going to be nitpicking. They're going to be picking at me, picking at you. They say, how could this Caribbean girl, Black Caribbean girl, come from nowhere and want to marry Angel and take our Frenchman away and then bring in your girlfriend out of nowhere? She was nowhere in the picture. They start to look into her family. They look into everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, why? I don't want that. I'm, my personality is not one. Even though I'm in PR and it's public, there is a, a certain boundary that I set a for myself. Level of but, yes, of balance. Mm-hmm. But I also know and I'm fully aware that because of the role that I play, I know that the media and people and you know doing things like this is going to make me public. So I have to be very aware right. and conscious of the things that I also say and how I say it, you know, and, and be able, even if I say it and it's misconstrued. I must be able to stand, stand on it and be able to not necessarily defend because I don't think I would have to defend something that I say because it's my experience, but be able to, to say, yes, I said that as opposed to trying to manipulate it and say, no, I didn't. And that is not what I meant. I would say, yes, that's what I meant. I meant to marry Angel. I meant to, I meant to come and become a friend. You know, this is what I have to say. I'm not going to say no, but in politics, they they twist things and and it as i said it takes a special type of person to be able to do that that's not my personality i'm forward i'm blunt i'm direct i'm mm-hmm. not I'm, I'm not going to get into situations and i'm not going to put my family at risk yes just for the sake of me just for the sake of me going up so-called in status or life mm-hmm. or in public public life and i will tell you this i have i have worked with diplomats, ministers, prime ministers, their wives, and so on. I've worked with that sort of community, so I know what happens. And let me tell you, after their, what, four or five years, whatever is is a a duration that they spend in politics, Mm -hmm. nobody takes them on. They come right back to a regular citizen. They don't have that sort of influence. And so people in politics must remember that. You are only there to serve for a particular time. And once right. that is done, your wielding of influence and power is no more. Unless, well, well, like with Trump, just to mention him, although I don't necessarily follow, he pushed for another year or people pushed for another year. You could get mm-hmm. a minimum, a maximum of two terms. Yeah. So they pushed to see how as friends. much as they could get over that time. Yeah. But for those who don't go beyond the first four or five years, that's it. You know, but we have... We have to, how, how do we change it? We have to adapt. We have to look at who we are putting in the position to lead us. We have to look at their behavior and mm-hmm. not pick people based on who we like. If you were to right. look at the, the structure and the history of, of people that are put there, it's based on who you like. These people put on a mask, mm-hmm. they pretend for a while. They come like a date, Angel. Yeah. You go out on a date and they're going to be nice. They're going to treat you nice. Everything is going to be perfect. The flowers, the best mm-hmm. restaurant, whatever it may be. But they, you have to be extremely observant because they cannot hold out that for long, which yeah. is why, like you mentioned, you put them there and after they get elected, boom, that mask drops off. 
Yeah. And you see yeah. the real deal. And most you people have don't have the skills to see it from before. And, and I think the metaphor with dating it's is so there. apt. It's because there. It is there. So many people's voting decisions are really more like trauma bonding than rational yeah. decisions. It I, is. And people made this case be, uh, in relation to Donald Trump when he finally was no longer in power. I, I heard several people individually saying, oh my God, I feel like I've just got out of an abusive relationship. And that's, you know, having been in abusive relationships mm -hmm. myself and, and having like narrowly yeah. escaped, you know, and divorced yes. and all of that. Um, yes. <laughs> I can relate very strongly to this. I think yes. a lot of people are just not haven't done the healing that they would need to exactly. have done to understand what it is about and unfortunately democracy democracy is based on the idea that we each cast a vote and on the principle i love it but when you take into account the fact that so many people are have unhealed wounds in particular yeah. in relation to relationship you have the recipe yeah. for disaster yeah I can totally relate just and you see me nodding and swinging my head in all directions yeah. because listen to me People don't realize, mm -hmm. Angel, a lot of relationships. And I'm pushing, trying to educate people right now. I've always been. I've been on several podcasts and I speak about toxic relationships. And I walk around, you know, on the streets. I see it in people when they're walking, even together, sitting at a restaurant. Just their interaction. I love to observe. Mm -hmm. Like I tell you, my first degree is in sociology. So mm -hmm. I... I'm very, very observant, observant and I'm yeah, always, right. yes, I'm very observant and I'm also very intuitive. So a lot of things that people will see and make excuses and not that it didn't happen to me. It happened to me. I made excuses. So it's not mm -hmm. that I am perfect or immune to these yeah. things. And it's because I have done the healing. Mm -hmm. I have done the healing. And when I say I have done, it doesn't mean it's complete, but I, I am on that journey. I right. have recognized it. Yeah, you oh, yes. have the basic zone. Yeah, because it's don't. a continuous journey. Mm -hmm. And you realize, and you have to go real back. I mean, back, back, back into the depths of yeah. your soul, yep. to childhood, and look at even how you were raised, the things that were said to you. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember one of the things that came out of me, I remember people start, just started saying to me, you sound like your mother. You sound like your mother. Every time I'm on a phone conversation, oh, I thought I was your mother. I'm like, oh, hell. You know? Yeah, I mean, well, you <laughs> learned it from her, right? I'm like, oh, hell. Everybody, everywhere I go, you sound like your mother. You look like your mother. You, I'm like, oh, hell. Oh, hell. You know, and, and I started to make, you know, join the dots and made the connections. Mm -hmm. So when we are making decisions, like I, I met a young girl the other day and I said, she has a boyfriend and I said, never make a decision with your head and your heart. Never make a decision with your head and your heart. Your head will rationalize. It will have okay. that person there and rationalize. It will say, you know, the pros and the cons and, and, and try to validate, never do that. Mm -hmm. Your heart always leads you wrong. Your heart always leads you wrong because it's going on that feeling, that flutter, that emotion, which is like right. up and down. So I'm in love with Angel now. Next thing you know, I meet a Frederick next week. And I'm like, oh, all of a sudden, how could I just love Angel a minute ago? And then all oh, now I'm seeing Frederick. What? Mm -hmm. You know, what is your emotions will always lead you in this up and down valley and hill situation. You cannot trust it. You cannot trust yes. it. What you trust is your intuition. 
Right. Let your intuition guide you. It never leads you wrong. Never. It's that little voice that is there to protect you. It is the mm -hmm. only thing that is placed in you by God to help guide you to who you right. truly are. It is a one thing that protects you and says, don't step here. You hear it and sometimes it screams, stop, mm -hmm. go here, do yeah, this, don't do that, don't me. pick up that phone now. It, it happens to everybody, it's built in in everybody. But what do we do? We silence it. Yeah. Just as how everybody else is silencing us. And so we are programmed to silence it. Ignore mm -hmm. that because we are taught, think, be critical thinkers. Oh, follow your heart. All the songs I say, follow your heart, follow your heart. Hell no. I've never heard a song say, follow your intuition yet. I think it's too long. <laughs> follow your heart more, more catchy. Um, oh, really? Yeah. And, and also one thing that unfortunately scares me, uh, but uh, we need to like take that into account. Many, many people don't know the difference between emotion and intuition. I think it's particularly men. Uh, I've never had this weird conversation with a woman before. It was only men who, like, for example, if I say, oh, okay, I did this because my intuition told me to, um, for example, in trading, like I, I do trading as a hobby. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I sometimes take decisions based on my intuition because my intuition mm -hmm. tells me do that. I'm like, I know mm -hmm. it's correct. But if I mm -hmm. tell that to other people in, in, in this space, they will tell yeah. me, no, but your emotions are almost always going to be wrong. And like, I did not speak about emotions. I spoke about intuition. Right. <laughs> they don't know the difference. The difference. What you're going to yeah. do if they don't really even have those basics down. It, it's they hard not for ready. them. They're not ready. Yeah, I you have can tried. live a lifetime without being ready. Like, yeah. how does that work? And that's okay. That's okay. They're not ready. All right. Um, I have tried on my journey to enlighten people, mm -hmm. but you have to know if they're ready to take the information and how much to give to them. Right. You know, so you, you will know that they are not ready. You just know based on how they react and the things of they course, say, and they're yeah. just closed off. I mean, they just block it. So you, there are little things, there are little windows and openings that mm -hmm. you may say a little thing and you just leave it. Yeah. You don't drown them or overpower them. Yeah, like, I, I stopped doing that, just, it never works. No, it never works, just little things. And, and sometimes your silence, mm -hmm. like I said, your silence speaks a lot. Yeah. And your behavior, let me tell you something, the best way to, for persons to really be enlightened by you is mm -hmm. for you to live the life. Mm -hmm. And yeah, let people absolutely. see the difference. This is how Christ did it. Mm -hmm. This, I mean, he was the best servant leader ever. He wasn't fighting with anybody, yeah. not quarreling with anybody. The way he lived was what everyone followed. Mm -hmm. It's not what he said or anything. It's the way he lived. And even what he said, it was followed by his actions. And that's the other thing. His words and actions were in alignment. So you can't be saying you're on a spiritual journey or you're healing, but yet you're, you're carrying yourself in a particular manner. You still have those things carrying. No, yeah. it has to be in alignment. Mm -hmm. It has to be in alignment. So the best way to get somebody to really see a better way of living, a more joyful way of living, making of decisions, success, whatever it is that they may be seeking, right. it has to do with the way you live, how mm -hmm. you manifest that within your way of life. And, and that is not forcing right. on anybody, that's you. You're not yeah. forcing yourself. And as a matter of fact, by the way you live, 
it helps to shed people out of your life. They mm -hmm. cannot, they cannot, there's no way that they could stay around you. Yeah, I have this experience frequently actually because my rate of self-evolution is so high that just, yeah. yeah. They can't, they can't, there's no way. Yeah. And then it might never dawn on you at the moment, you know, you'll be like, wait a minute you know how long i haven't spoken to angel i wonder and it would have been months probably mm -hmm. years have passed and you're like wow and you're thinking to yourself i should probably reach out to angel but if you yes. sit in that moment and think why haven't i reached out to angel why angel haven't reached out to me and you really meditate on that moment you need to leave that right there mm -hmm. because it just it just dissipated on its own the universe just dissipated yeah. this on its own you are not to reach out because if you reach out you are actually bringing it back into your life yeah and if you force and it it might actually explode because the universe <laughs> doesn't like it leave it alone yeah leave it alone so they cannot operate in that whatever that is they mm -hmm. can't so by you living that sort of life and and just I don't know, however you may want to live it, it's just going to separate. At the same time, it is going to attract people into your life. Right, absolutely. The right people is making space. So those who leave, it's making space for those to come in. Mm -hmm. And that's another reason why you shouldn't get back Angel into your life or whoever it is into yeah, your don't life. Don't cling to you people like, or things or yes. places or anything. It's really hard as a human, like we want to like, circling back Hold to on. Thing at the beginning, we attach our identity to what we have or what we That's are or right. what we do. And it's really like, it's a practice of just letting go and letting trusting. Let go. Let it's go. a lifelong Let commitment. Uh, it never ends. Like for next year, I, I have a word of the year. I mean, I typically have a bunch of words, but one main word. And I picked the word lean for next yeah. year. Uh, I love this word because it's, it's a verb at the same time as it is an adjective yes. to lean into That's something. Right. Lean. Yeah. But an adjective yeah. as well as something that's lean is something that has no no extra fluff um, that's right. or like lean meat has no yeah. fat for example or the lean startup has gotten rid of all the parts that are unnecessary yeah. lean I, means a lot of things yeah lean means a lot of things cut off trim off lean could also mean i lean yes. on 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 the source i lean more where i am getting the yeah. healing from you know lean means a lot of things lean means support yep. you know and in addition, so I love that, that you can add some letters yeah. to it and it, it brings some more like concepts. So if you had a C that can make clean, which is yes. really important. Like if you're manifesting, you want you need to yeah. be clean, you need to clean things around you and, and inside That's you. Right. Uh, you That's can right. add, you can add the R to make it learn. Lovely. Right. Which Lovely. is really important as well. Or you can That's replace right. the N I with an that. R to make it uh, wait. Uh, you can take the clean and, and replace the N with an R and it's clear, which is yeah, also clear. important. I, I just, I spend a lot of yeah. time thinking of my words nice. and taking them. Yes. And yeah, I'm pretty sure it's formalized for this. this it's year important. Because, yeah. That's important. I like that point. I like that point because your words are power. Yeah. The words that come out of our mouth are power. And um, we have to be careful what we say to ourselves. Just yesterday, I saw a post which reminded me of something that I, I believe in. You, mm -hmm. We are cells, active cells that are vibrating at a very fast frequency. Right. Right. And our cells are living beings. Mm -hmm. It breathes, it grows, it feeds, it, you know. 
it uh, multiplies, whatever it is. It hears and it reacts to how we feel, which is why we have diseases and a lot of lifestyle diseases because our body is not meant to be taking on all those sorts of things. Right. So once it takes on something or it starts to pick up that you're overthinking, you're stressed, mm -hmm. the body goes into action to try yes. to protect you. Absolutely. That is what it does. The different parts of the body try to protect you. And, and it's very in. resilient too. It's it incredible. Is. It can do that for years, decades even, like even for yeah. your entire life. A, exactly. A rather short life if you never do anything to, to you know, clear the whole mess. Exactly. But still, it steps in for you. Several decades. It steps in. It yeah. steps in on your behalf. And it communicates with the different organs and the blood vessels and the whatever mm -hmm. and says, hey, we need you over here. You need to yeah. do this. You need to do that. Let's work together. It's the best teamwork ever. It Absolutely. steps in on your behalf. So we have to be very conscious and aware of the things we say to ourselves. And not only that, the things people say to us that we allow mm -hmm. people to say to us. Yeah. What do you so take in I'm when they speak? And what do you leave out? People don't know that they can leave things out that people tell them. They just take everything in which is disastrous because most of, the people, most of the things you hear are horrible. Imagine if you take everything in, but some people do, unfortunately. And personalize it. There yeah. may be things that are, said, that are said in front of me, probably towards me, around me, even to me. Mm -hmm. Should I take that and take it on and wear it as a cloak? Sometimes it happens, but you have to be aware to say, hold on. Yeah. Where is that coming from? Clearly, that person has an issue. Mm -hmm. They are venting, they are spewing, they are spouting. Something is going on with that person that is not really targeted to me. Yes. But because I am in front of the person at the time, they, they, they use that opportunity to vent. But mm -hmm. you know it's more than that. So don't personalize it because you have to, somebody could make you feel so small in that moment that it changes your yeah. whole day and life. And you're like, but hold on. I, I, I'm good at this. I'm mm -hmm. good at that. Um, why is this person making me feel? Nobody could make you feel anything yeah. you don't want to feel. Nobody could make you feel. How could somebody hold you and make you feel something? Uh, yeah, because you have been trained your entire life to be in that situation. And if you're not self-aware enough to know that you can say no, that you can just re reject the feeling, then you'll take yeah. it on. And yeah. Like and there's many a lot people of self-talk. Yeah, many people get mad when you tell them that they can't, like, no one can make you feed anything. And that yes, was a discussion be. in my marriage back when I was married, and, you know, I'm divorced for a reason, uh, because my <laughs> ex-wife didn't like the idea that I could not make her feel stuff. Feel. Mm -hmm. uh, she would very gladly blame me for whatever. Uh, yeah, because whatever it's easier. Yeah, whether real or imaginary, because sometimes it was things that were not even real. And yeah. I was like, like yeah. uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, like I, I'm not making you feel, <laughs> you feel anything. It's, it's it's on you, and it's you. Yeah, but you know, yeah. worst case but scenario. But you don't want to hear that. She I guess I can just go that. away. How about I just go away, and then I'm not making you feel things. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You exit yourself, and so yeah. that, that's that the only thing you, you can do. Like when people are really stuck on the idea mm -hmm. that, like they just just in the, in the victim shoes and there's nothing that they can do or you can do about it they're just stuck mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you can only remove yourself it's typically of very course painful, and but it's that's the, the best do. thing to do and yeah and people you can think do. i mean otherwise it only yeah. gets worse yeah and people see that too as rejection or oh, you don't want me what is wrong with me mm -hmm. but you are removing yourself 
I tell people rejection has nothing to do with you who is left there standing. It has to do with me. Mm -hmm. I have a standard. I decide I don't want this in my life. So I yeah. remove myself. I've blocked people. I've deleted people from my phone because when I realized, hold on, this, this interaction, this conversation doesn't leave me feeling a particular way. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. like how I feel when I talk with this person. I don't like how I feel. The energy is off. I, you know, because I feel every time I talk to someone, I should be joyful. It should be mm -hmm. easy. It should be peaceful. Yes. That's how it's supposed to be. And if Absolutely. I don't feel that way, not that I'm saying the person makes me feel that way. I just don't feel that way. I'm not blaming the person, but there's something that just not resonating and mm -hmm. clicking. So I decide to walk away from that. Do you, it has do you nothing to do with you. Do you go mm -hmm. by feelings alone or do you have, because like, personally, I'm very analytical, very Capricorn, no that's my rising sign. And, and I love to make <laughs> rules for stuff. And sometimes they're really silly and even funny. And for example, I have a rules for, for conversations is that they need to pass the Bechdel test. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Bechdel test. Uh, Let it's, me hear it's it. It's a test for fiction. Uh, it's for mm -hmm. the representation of women in the, uh, uh, in the fiction world, in cinema, in, in um, mm -hmm. well, mostly uh, on video, so cinema, uh, TV series, et cetera. And there are three, three rules. It, it needs to include at least two women or non-cis male characters uh, who need to be identified. So typically, it's, they need to have a name, you need to know who they is. They need to have a conversation together. And the third one is the conversation needs to not be about a man. And when you, you watch movies with the awareness of this concept of the Bechdel test, which was created by a person called Bechdel, an author, uh, and you watch movies looking, literally looking for the moment when hopefully two female characters will speak about something, but not a man, uh, it, it roughly never happens. It's very rare. And, and, and because I'm, I've been doing that for a number of years and, and I've been having fun, even though it's honestly not so great uh, of, a, of a things to, to, to notice, I just made the rule for myself that when I have a conversation with someone, and especially a woman, with men, I don't have this problem. But with, with <laughs> men, if the conversation is exclusively about a man, Yes. And we and typically their boyfriend or, or husband. Yeah. And we never manage to speak about something else. Like if it's been running in circle about this topic for like a number of like, well, if it's in text conversation, like a number of messages or like a certain amount of time, if it's spoken, yeah. I'm like, I will try to change the topic one time, two times, three times. After I can't anymore, I'm like, okay, you didn't pass. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's silly, but I don't know. No, want it isn't, you know. Exclusively. I'd. One, any person who has you just know, one topic of conversation is bad for starters, you know? No, no. But I never knew there was a name for or even a test. But yeah. I actually, listening to you without explanation, I actually do that. Mm -hmm. I actually do that. There are people I've had conversations with and all they go on is the one thing. Something, and I think yeah. I even spoke about that yesterday in my series. I'm doing a live series every day, a countdown on my Facebook page. And yesterday mm -hmm. I spoke about this and I said, you know, when you call, when you talk to someone and all they talk about is themselves, you know, yeah, it's like if I problem. call you, Angel, and yeah, I, and when they, it's really like, let's say I was sick or something mm -hmm. and you heard I was sick, but you call me, right? Let's say you yeah. call me and you say, hey, Corinne, how are you doing? And just as I'm saying, well, you know, I'm, I'm recuperating things. Well, and all of a sudden you cut me off. 
And then you start talking about you That's and the, the rest time. of the conversation is, I'm like, what the hell just happened there? Weren't you calling to find out about me? I am like, this is interesting. And then it becomes a competition. You start to tell me, oh, your leg was more swollen than mine. Or your <laughs> yeah, finger happens. was twisted. And it becomes <laughs> it it's it's like, so frequent who for me has a bigger, yeah. yeah, who's who who whose situation is bigger and better. And I'm like, this is becoming more of a competition. Yeah, like don't you know, this is becoming like, come on, don't do that. Yeah. And I'm like, hold on, what is happening here? And I just just like you find a way to just edge out of the conversation and of course it tells me i need to limit the conversation with this person really i need to limit to have none otherwise it just becomes but it toxic. takes an awareness yeah it is it is and it could be family members too angel mm -hmm. it's yeah. family members too i mean Not i'm at the point where family or blood i've yeah. practically cut off all my family members uh, which is sad but that's no, the it's we're not at, sad. You know. Are you sad? Are you I, sad as I, I a result? I am sad, but I would be sadder in the other option. Like there's sometimes there's just no winning. You just have to take the, the least of two evils. Protect yourself. Yeah. Self-preservation, your happiness. We have been programmed, I've said this again, to be pleasers, to please everybody at our own sacrifice. And we are made to feel guilty for being selfish and selfish meaning I take the time to spend on me if I say you know Angela I'm just taking a week off you're like what didn't you just take a week off the other day you'll be like hold on it's it's my life it's your life yeah take all the weeks off you want unless I'm <laughs> you your know, boss if I'm your boss then maybe you know we need to to discuss your schedule but if I'm not your boss it's not my thing it's none of your business yeah but people take things on as they people take things on as their own and this is crazy i'm seeing the internet is giving us a little issue here so we might be freezing every now and again yeah you're frozen but yeah. i can hear you very you well know. so that's good but, but but yes yeah yeah but this is crazy you know the going into 2020 is about Oh, yeah, you're, you're awareness, increasing mm -hmm. our level of awareness. But yes. to do that, you have to shut off a number of things. Mm -hmm. I shut off things from the world that I don't need to know. Okay, yes. I decide just like what you say in your body, outside your body. I decide what I pour into my mind, what I pour into my body, Absolutely. who I surround myself with. I'm not missing out nothing. I don't have FOMO, the fear of missing out. I'm mm -hmm. missing nothing. My life is much happier without it yes yeah because you're Much very happy. intentional about it like for more comes from the idea that you're not intentional about your choices yeah 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 and i can't tell i test it out every day or whenever i go out on the road when i step out in a taxi or i'm interacting yeah. with people they're so angry and i'm so yes. happy and they're like why are you so happy i'm like what do you mean <laughs> why are you so hungry then yeah it's I mean, a simple test i don't have to go in a lab for that i yeah. just step out and i could they're quarreling they're fighting they're... <laughs> it, it comes right. from doing the work they right ask me, why are you so happy i'm like yeah. what 
if you if you, if you do the work you just let course, go of, of things course. that make you unhappy so of course if you let go of everything that makes you unhappy at the end of the day you're happy it sounds simple said this way and it's not that simple in your life it's actually very difficult it's, it's simple but it's not easy i really like to always just yeah. come back to that it's yeah. simple but it's not easy and the reason why it's not easy is because of the attachment coming full circle back to what we were saying yeah, before absolutely. you are attaching yourself to things and you feel who are you going to be with all those things but you just try it i'm just telling people try it let go of the things that are not good for you people places things activities yeah. it doesn't matter just let it go <laughs> yeah but they, they mostly cling to to things that sometimes people do actually manage to let go and, and, and people do have a certain amount of evolution I would say most people do, but I don't know because it's just that the people that stay around me have that characteristic. So I'm, I'm biased, obviously. And I always want, like to love to ask my guests, like the second to last question on the podcast is, do you think things are getting better? Do you think like, you know, on large scale, this, is this whole situation getting better uh, or, or is it staying the same or getting worse? What do you think? I believe it's always getting better. Uh-huh. That is my belief and that is the mindset I'm right. going with. I am not going to make anybody tell me it's worse. There are people who they have a mindset of negativity because mm-hmm. they feed on that. Right, um, that I guess people just love the idea of the attention of talking negative. It brings attention. Oh, woe is me. I don't, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't feed off of that. That doesn't feed me. And the same energy it takes to be positive. It's the same energy it takes to be negative. And I prefer the positive. It takes more because to of be what negative, it does for my body. I think so. I yeah. think so. But it doesn't take, you know, a lot to, to be positive. Just try mm-hmm. it. Yeah, you, know, you have to lean it. into it. And, it's, and it it's does like more for your virtual body. Circle. Yes. It, it just, it's it practice, to be honest. It's just a practice. Yes, neural pathways. I, yeah. I have said a lot of diseases. I have no scientific proof. This is what I believe. Mm-hmm. A lot of yes. diseases starts in the mind. It starts with the things and the people that you surround yourself with. I think with. it's actually scientifically it's proven, like, but I don't have studies at hand to like. Well, I don't have the evidence. Uh, right. I, I, I don't think have it has been very clearly evidenced. Yeah. yeah, but I don't have the evidence with me to yeah. say this and that and whatever. But it doesn't really matter. It's, I mean, it's it, all about what you put. Yes. Yeah, it's your individual choice. It's a, it's a choice you must make. If you mm-hmm. want to be, like I said, bar humbug or Grinch way, go ahead. Yeah. Just don't come by me. That's yeah, that's it. Like, just like stay know. away from me, then you can do what you want. But <laughs> that's course. actually a great attitude to have because you let people be free and of you course. just keep your, your own freedom. And if everybody yeah. was doing things this way, it would get so much better. Yeah, and this is why the forecast for me will always be good. It will always yeah. be good because hope is always there, Angel. Hope is always there. Nobody's going to tell me otherwise. I don't care what my physical eyes see. I believe yes. in hope. Because mm-hmm. as I tell people, what your physical eyes see is not real. It yes. is a perception of and it's what, on your of small part you... of the perception as well. Yeah. If you you see out there is beautiful green luscious like what i'm seeing beautiful mm-hmm. blue skies and you see that that is what it is nobody yes. could tell me otherwise nobody right. could tell me otherwise somebody could try to convince me and i'll be like no problem that's what you see this is what i see 
And a perfect example is, you know, sometimes you see a big open land. I've heard people mm -hmm. tell stories, big open land. And somebody, you, know, you would bring a friend and you would say, you know, I've been looking at this thing and I could see, you know, um, all these buildings and houses and I can help certain people and whatever. And I could see that. And the person be like, what? Why are you saying that? Don't you see it's mud? Don't you see it's swamp? Mm -hmm. the, the, nothing could happen here. The land is this and you yeah. are seeing something else. It's a matter of where you put your focus, right? And it can happen. Yes. It can happen. And it's when it happens, the person might end up coming back or they may not even come back and say, you know, you were right because mm -hmm. they feel so embarrassed to, to say you were most right. Most of the time they won't, but it's okay. They won't. You don't need them. <laughs> no, and you don't need the person to come back to tell you you were right because you know when you, were you right. have that sort of, when you have that sort of thinking, persons yes. like myself and you and others, we don't need anybody to validate us. Yes. We don't need anybody it's to nice come though, back and say you We don't need it. Nice, but we don't need it. We don't thrive on it. We don't survive on yes. it. Or else if we were waiting for it, we would be dead by now. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah, if we were waiting for it, we would be dead. So, you know, we go with our vision, we stick with our vision and it attracts the right people. It, 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 it keeps you healthy and happy. Yeah. There, there's only good things that could come from that. So the forecast going forward, beautiful, sunny, mm -hmm. Oh, beaches. Yeah. And if it's not yes. the case, we will deal with it. Right. Of I mean, course. yeah. Of Amazing. Course. Yeah. I'm afraid I'll we'll be drinking to... wine, <laughs> drinking wine in France. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm afraid we have to wrap up this interview because we're scheduled to go live on your channel in a few minutes. That's so right. we need we need to uh, finish processing this one so we can go live after uh, our um, <laughs> of our conversation uh but first where yes. can people find you because i mean i love the positive oh. positivity i'm sure my listeners will love your positivity and your attitude oh. so where do we find and you? my name is and my name is corinne so right. hey if yeah, you're listening well, to this in france you will follow corinne <laughs> <laughs> love it <laughs> you will follow Corinne, and I'm found yes, yes, and associate. It's my name. <laughs> it's my name. You see how we came right back to the beginning? Lafon right. and associate. So that's L A F O N T and okay. associates.com. And once you go there, that's right. my website. All my socials are at the top. You can just connect Perfect. with me. Everything we'll is all there. Send me an the... email, whatever. Amazing. We'll put all of that in the description and, and people will be able to find you. So yeah, Corinne, thank you so, so much for joining me today. It was such an awesome episode. I love how you speak. I mean, clearly you're very practiced at public speaking. You're, you're extremely uh, very, uh, it's easy for you to express yourself, or at least it looks thank easy, you. which is really cool. So thank you so much for having been on it. Uh, and uh, thank you guys for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave a review on your favorite podcast platform or a comment below on the YouTube channel because this will help us find some more listeners and more awesome guests like Corinne here to make more awesome episodes. So thank you so much for being here and I will see you in the next one.